Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313-RADICAL now. That's area code 313-RADICAL. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you're divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello, I'm Jerry Jacobs Jr., and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live. The Save My Catholic Marriage Minute, where my main mission is to keep you, 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 you out of divorce court. The Save My Catholic Marriage Minute is for you if your marriage has very little or no emotional closeness, your wife has asked for a divorce or separation, your wife has left the home, taken the kids, the rugrats, <laughs> or you are separated. Your wife is in the home, but you're in separate bedrooms. Your marriage is just plain boring or has no, 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 no passion. You engage in the mental embrace less than weekly or severe less than once a month. You are divorced, but you just didn't want it. In this 56th episode, I ask, what are the clues your wife may want a divorce? Clue number 18 plus your live calls answering your marriage and crisis questions. So please get in the queue now. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. So why don't you get in the queue and give me a help, a chance to help you get your Catholic marriage questions answered now by calling 313 Radical. That's 313-723-4225. Or you can just call in with your browser callinstudio.com forward slash radical one. Don't wait. Get in the queue now for some resolution to your marriage confusion. So the quote of the day now, okay, 
You guys know I do a quote every day. Even on my old, when I did my other podcast, the same, I do a quote every day. Why to get us hyped up, going with the saints, the holy men in the church, the doctors. Um, but this one today is a little long, but just bear with me. But, you know, this 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 person is very, very deep. Um, and sometimes you just have you just you want to stop, but you can't like you keep going because it's so revealing. So let's get started with the quote of the day. Quote. Real love, on the contrary, admits the need, the thirst, the passion, the craving, but it also admits an abiding satisfaction by adhesion to a value which transcends time and space. Love unites itself to being and thus becomes perfect. Sex unites itself to non-being and thus becomes irritation and anxiety. In love, Poverty becomes integrated into riches, need into fulfillment, yearning into joy, chase into capture. But sex is without the joy of offering. The wolf offers nothing when he kills the lamb. The joy of oblation is missing for the ecotist by his very nature seeks inflation. Love gives to receive. Sex receives so as not to give. Love is soul contact with another for the sake of perfection. Sex is body contact with another for the sake of sublimation. A body can exhaust itself, but it cannot nourish itself. If man needed only nourishment, he could devour love as he devours food. But having a spirit which needs the divine love as a unitive force, he can never be satisfied by devouring the love of another person. A potato has a nature. A man is a person. The former can be destroyed as a means to an end. The human may not. Sex would turn man into a vegetable and reduce a person to an animal. Sex makes hungry where most it satisfies for the person needs the person and a person is a person only when in an image of God in quote Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen book three to get married. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Monday through Friday 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confusion. All right, fellas, welcome back, fellas. Welcome back, welcome back. Now, look, you know, my music be kicking, don't it? My music be kicking. Hey, if y'all come around on the first, uh, the 10 minutes, uh, when the, when the, uh, when the, the live stream first starts, I be kicking with some music, man. Hey, I, I'm not, I'm not your normal Catholic, dude. I come to be, I'm cool, man. I'm cool and smooth, baby. I try to get y'all excited, and you can't get excited by playing boring, doing boring stuff. <laughs> 
<laughs> I want y'all excited about hooking up with me every day. I want y'all excited about trying to get some marriage help and get your marriage together. Um, because the only that's the only way you're gonna get passionate and understand your mission as a man and trying to do this. So, you know, I try to, you know, get some old cool music going with some beat going and stuff. You know, I know it's not you know that that Catholic or Christian that much, but man, look, we want to be excited about what we try to do. So I try to get you guys hyped up when it's time to rock. So that being said, we're going to get on uh, with my next segment here a little bit. It's going to be really short. This one is the, I want to go, um, since we are doing the Catholic Alpha 10-Day Lenten Challenge, uh, this is the second day um, of fasting. I wanted to not really talk about that, but I would, I did want to talk about for like a couple of minutes about fasting and how great it is and what. It can do for you as a man because there are a lot of misconceptions about fasting. Oh my God, I can't go one meal. I can't go one meal without eating. Well, you crazy, Jerry. <laughs> I got to have my three meals and four fat snacks throughout the day. No, I cannot do that. Look, this life is a test, especially as a man. It's a test as a woman, too. But as, as you know, men have different things going on and women have different things going on. But this life is a test. This life is a test to see and determine if you are worthy to stand before God upon your death and judgment. And in the beatific vision in heaven, that's what it's about. So every, every decision you make, Everything you do, every action you take, all of that is no coincidence. And if you listen, if you start going through the day to open up and listen to the Holy Spirit talking to you and tapping you on the shoulder, trying to get your attention, you will be surprised how your life will change. You really do. If you are not thinking of God, that's when the demons come and influence your thoughts. Now, if you guys want to know what the three forms of uh, I mean, demonic influence are, just make a comment, and I'll, I will go into that. Um, but if not, I'm going to move on with that. But just to understand, demons work like this. Anything but God. Anything but God. That's why the supernatural world, you have to understand there is a supernatural world. You do have a guardian angel. You also have a demon assigned to you by, God, uh, by the devil. Of course, you have a guardian angel assigned to you by God. And so you decide that your decisions are what's decided if, if you're going to be influenced by your, your guardian angel, which is God, which is Christ, or are you going to be dis, uh, if, be influenced by the, your demon, your, your uh, familiar is what we call it in the, in the supernatural world. Um, are you going to be influenced by that? Look, there's another thing. There is no in-between, man. There is no in-between. And especially when it comes to your marriage and the leadership of your home and defending your home against the, against Satan, you have to under, I talked to a guy last night, man. And I told him, look, I tell all the guys I talk to, man, how do I know? Well, first of all, your second, your first mission as a man is to protect your second mission as a man is to defend your third mission as a man is to serve. So me and him were talking about the defend. So what defend, defend what? Defend your home against the demonic, against Satan. Because once you get distracted, that's when Satan goes, sweet, his man ain't no God. I just go right through his front door and go upstairs and get in bed with his wife and kids. 
This is how it works. And so when you as a man do not take care of defending your home, then that's how you know. That's when the demonic starts to enter. So how do I know, like I told him yesterday, how do I know that you're, that the demonic has entered your home? Because <laughs> your marriage is in chaos. Your marriage is in chaos. Your wife is unhappy. Your wife is either left, asked for divorce. She's she's she the emotional connection's gone. Your kids are unhappy. They stressed out. Nobody's talking. Everybody, the kids are being disrespectful to the parents. Nobody listens to nobody. People are completely unhappy. Nobody's going to mass. And if they do, they don't do nothing with it. That is how I know. That is how I know. And I I tell you, people with good and great marriages that are involved in the sacraments. And doing things like they're supposed to do and moving towards God, man, they don't have those kind of marriage crisis problems. So this is why I'm trying to prevent you from getting your the sacraments, the Catholic Church, the love of God and Christ and being obedient is the key to your happiness. So that's brings me to fasting. Jesus said in the in the um in, in the scriptures, man, hey, some demons can only be pushed out by through fasting and prayer. And and listen, another thing too, man, this is why you have to understand that when Jesus talks, he's not playing with you. He's not playing with you. If Jesus is lying, if Jesus is lying, please hear what I'm getting ready to say. If there are no such things as demons, if there are no such thing as no such thing as hell, then Jesus is lying and he's not God. Think about what I just said. This is why the church with the Catholic church, Christ church cannot change. God cannot change. Why? Because he's infinite. He is all good, pure good, all knowing. So if Jesus came and he's lying and he has with the scriptures have one lie in it, Jesus is not Christ is not God. God is not real. So you got to decide right now. You need to decide is if Christ is real, if he's God, if what he's saying is the truth, if God sent him, if the, the Holy Spirit is up on us, then the things that you hear the good priests say, the things you hear the good bishops say, the things you hear about the doctors and the saints of the church, what they say, all of that stuff is true, and Christ is God, and you better get yourself together. This is why, listen, man, I tell like I tell you, I am not a stupid man. Now, I might not be the smartest one, but I ain't stupid. I'm not going to sit here and follow some dude, some long-haired dude that kind of everybody makes him look like a wuss. I'm not going to follow that dude. I'm not going to do that. So if I'm following Christ, I, there must be an intelligent, somewhat intelligent man. If St. Thomas Aquinas has followed Christ, if the saints are following Christ, if St. Paul's following Christ, if Scott Hahn's following Christ, Jimmy Aiken's following Christ, if all these very highly intelligent people are following Christ, he must be God and God must be real. Why? Because People with intellect, they don't go on emotion. They go on logic and intellect. And what they do is they get proof that God is real. And so if God is real, Jesus is real, Jesus is God, then guess what? Demons are real.
Now, that is the truth. Try to disprove me, please. I ain't the, I ain't the best on apologetics either, but I tell you what, I will try my best to help you. So that's why I'm saying suffering, suffering, suffering and sacrifice for a man is your test of obedience to God. Are you are you just going to spend the rest of your life trying to seek pleasure? If, if your whole life as a man, if our whole life as a husband is to seek pleasure and have a good time and work all the time and to get money to be to be this to be successful in this false world that is around us then are we really the men we think we are? Are we really the men we think we are, man? And that's kind of what this whole podcast is about. That's what this whole life is about. That's what it's about. You starting to stop, stopping letting the demonic influence you, stop letting this society influence you, and you man up and be a Christian soldier and be the man of God that God is calling you to be. So then you don't worry about all that stuff as much. You know, your marriage and your wife is together. Your relationship with God is together. Your kids are falling in line. Of course, kids going to be what they're going to be, right? <laughs> I mean, you can, put a, you can do all the stuff you want. And they still act a fool. But they're young. That's what they do. We all did it. But the main thing is, man, you are seeking. You are seeking. Like, why am I here? Why was I born? Why am I working this job? Why did I marry this woman? Why do I have these kids? Where did they come from? What is my purpose in life? These are questions that an intellectual person asks himself. They don't sit around all day trying to figure out how I can have a good time every day. How I can be on YouTube and, 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 and Facebook and, and, and all these different uh, these different uh, social media platforms wasting my darn time watching TV and, and sports all the darn time. Because when you're doing that stuff, I'm not saying that stuff is bad in itself, man. But what I'm saying is, man, balance, baby. Balance. If you're not considering your mortality every day, you're going to have a problem eventually. Because if you're not, as a man, considering your mortality, which is a virtue, you must understand that your family will start to regress from you over time, over years. It might not happen today or tomorrow, but it will happen. This is why I want you here every day. Even if you don't work with me, let me help you to consider your mortality and your purpose as a man and, and kind of help this guy along and do this together. Hell, you could teach me something. Of course, all my guys teach me something. They know that too. I tell them all the time. <laughs> they teach me way more than I teach them. But that's because we're together. We're, we're rocking this together. And that's what you men must understand, man. That's why fasting is important. Why is fasting important? Because when you, as a man, your mind and your intellect control your body and your flesh, you are the man. You are the man. And guess what the, dom the demons do? They get the hell away from you. They go find some other weak dude that's not got his life together, that's working all the time, playing golf all the time, trying to go on vacations all the time, trying to have sex with all the women all the time, trying to neglect his kids and all that kind of stuff, not going to church every Sunday, not going to mass and the sacraments. They're going to mess with them. They ain't going to mess with you. You know why? Because you are your mind is on God. You are trying to understand this universe and how it really works. And as a man, you know when I fast, 
That's one of the first steps to controlling my flesh, which means what? That's the first step in me understanding what Christ went through. If you, that's why I follow Christ, man, because he wasn't no punk. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't no punk. Like everybody try to act like he is. He wasn't no punk, dude. How are you going to go for 33 years? How are you going to know that you're going to be stakes in your feet, stakes in your arms, you're going to be up on this cross, hanging out for three, four hours. You're going to get stabbed in the ribs. Water and blood going to come from your ribs. This, uh, your mother is going to be sitting up there on her knees looking at you, crying in sorrow. You know, your father's dead. St. Joseph gone. You know, and, for, and then you come down as an omniscient being and you become a you come a embryo inside of a woman's womb. Oh, my God. Can you... Understand the suffering that God went through just to do that much, to come down from being an omniscient being, to implanting himself into a woman and to go through birth and all that nine months. And man, that is for an omniscient being, a God, God, that has got to be torture, torture. This is why Jesus wasn't no punk, man. He didn't have to do it. He didn't have to do it. So if you as a man, you look up on that cross and you look at Christ, that's why Catholics have a crucifix, dude. That's why they got a crucifix. So when we in church, we're not looking at some old bare walls and stuff. We thinking about having sex with our wife or what we're going to do at the church. We're going to go get something to eat. We're going to go downstairs and have some donuts. We're going to go. Uh, we got to work next week. So we're going to do with that. In the, in the mass inside the Catholic mass, dude, you are sitting there and you, that's why the statues are there of St. Joseph, of the Blessed Mother, of the saints. That's why the crucifix of Jesus Christ is there. So that we keep our minds, when we when our minds start to wander on these non-significant things, we start to look at Christ and we start to bring him into our heart and back into our mind and our intellect. This is why. And so... This is why when you guys are, when you fast, the demons leave you because they, they want anything but God. And if your mind is focused on the flesh and other things, they hang out with you and try to demonically influence you. When they, when you don't, you are proving that you are a warrior. And when you are a warrior, a Christian soldier, demons leave you alone. And that way, why? Why do I say? So that you can freaking think clearly. So that you can think clearly. So that you hear the Holy Spirit. So you hear your guardian angel. So you can, when you're praying, you can hear. And when, when you're praying, the Holy Spirit talks to you. If you're, so when you fast, you are in total submission to God. And you are total, you are trying to defeat your flesh. And you are trying to be like Jesus was for 40 days and 40 nights in the desert. And that's why fasting is so strong. When you fast for your wife, when you fast for your kids, when you fast for the priests, when you fast for bishops in the church, when you fast for anything that is of meaning that will help your life and help the world. And God takes that suffering as a man and unites it with Christ and takes that grace and gives it to your wife so that she would not have a cold heart towards you no more. This is what guys don't understand. You have to have a foundation of prayer, suffering, sacrifice, and penance. Why? Because suffering, your suffering has meaning. Your suffering has meaning. 
when you suffer through fasting or you suffer through a car wreck or you start can't walk anymore or you know whatever pain in your life you go through and you offer that suffering up for your wife and your she God the Holy Spirit will start will start to change her cold heart towards you. This is why when you enter my program and we work together, man, your your sacrifice and suffering as a man is is prominent. Because without that, you can't. The Holy Spirit will not help you like that. He won't. You have to prove that you are man enough and worthy enough for the help of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is just not going to come down and say, oh, God, please save my marriage. No, it don't work like that when you and your wife have spent 20 or 30 years screwing it up. <laughs> the Holy Spirit, it takes time. It takes time. When a marriage is in marriage crisis, it takes the Holy Spirit time to work all this crap out. And you got to give him time. That's why people that give up on their marriages, they don't work on it. They give up and get a divorce and all that kind of stuff. They weak. They weak. In the eyes of God, that's not being like Christ. A wife is weak too. Because why? Where's it happening? Everybody goes to get another man. Everybody goes to get another woman, right? And then five years from now, everybody realizes, man, what the heck did I marry that fool for? You got you, you in your second marriage, you married some other, you found this other crazy person you didn't marry. They, they're the same as the other person. They got their own, they got their own stuff that they got they, that, that they're going through. And you start to wonder, man, I should have stayed with the woman I had, made that work. That's why God is against divorce, man. It's, it's a common sense intellectual thing. It's not that he's trying to be cruel or mean to you. He created us. So he knows what's going to happen. He knows what's going to happen. When we divorce and we go get another woman and then two or three years down the road, our wife wants to come back to us. She can't come back. You know why? Because we're in another committed relationship now. We didn't, we're, we're all over here, and then we'd feel stupid and dumb if we divorced that woman now and go back to our first wife. It doesn't make sense, does it? Our kids all over the place, our kids going over here. Everybody told me, I love the kids, I love the kids, we 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 love the kids. That's a lie. Nobody loves their kids. No, they don't. They love themselves. Any any people that's getting a divorce. And you say, and they say they love the children. That's a lie. You know why? Because the kids don't care if you're happy or not. You know what the kids care about? I want my mom and dad together in the same house going to church. I want my parents to try to love each other, try to be friends. I don't care if they're happy or not. She chose him. He chose her. Make it work. That's what kids think. It don't matter how old your kids are, either two or 102. That's how they think about their parents. And so that is one of the main reasons I tried to start in the Catholic Alpha, man, because I wanted men to start to understand that we are in a lot more in control of this mess that we think we are. We have the power. God gives us the power to solve this stuff as the man, but we've got to seek help and understand what that means. That's why I ask everybody listen to Father Ripperker as a man. If you're not listening to Father Ripperker as a man, you got a problem. You're going to have a problem. You're going to have a problem. He is a great priest and an exorcist and a psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever that is. So he understands a lot of stuff. He'll understand. He'll help teach you what he'll help teach you what the church, God's Christ church is really about and how to move along in that. He's not perfect. None of us are perfect. But you know what? It doesn't matter. He will help take your faith to the next level as a man if that's what you're trying to do. Okay, so that's why fasting is important. 
It's important because it helps you to become the man God created you to be by telling the telling the, like by telling the devil to kiss your butt. Like me, when I pray, I pray my rosaries every day. Guess what? I, my rosary, my main rosary is a is a rosary of twenty two bullets, twenty two bullets, twenty two uh, caliber bullets around the rosary. That I use when I pray. You know why? Because I'm shooting Satan in his butt. When every time I pray Hail Mary, I'm shooting Satan in his butt to get away from my family. That's what I'm doing. So I want you to understand that that, that your prayers for your marriage is powerful. Way if more powerful than your wife, more powerful than your children. This is why you've got to get in a spiritual battle. And that's why you fast, because fasting is a sacrifice. It's a prayer, just like the mass is a sacrifice and the mass is a prayer. Okay, so the benefits of fasting. So, first of all, before I want to say that, look, think about St. Paul, right? St. Paul. St. Paul was one of the craziest dudes out there. He's killing Christians, all that kind of stuff. He comes and, and he went through this suffering. When Once he came to Christ, he went through this suffering. They Christ put him out in the sea. <laughs> Christ let him get beat. Christ let him get tortured. Christ let him do all this stuff to prove that he loved Christ and he was down for the cause. And we're sitting here, we can't even pray one rosary a day. We can't go to adoration. We can't say three Hail Marys. You know, we can't go to Mass every Sunday. We can't, we can't do nothing. We can't fast one meal or two meals or three meals in one day or even try to build up to that. All I'm saying, man, is to think about what, we're, what you're trying to You say you want a great marriage. You say you want a great family. You say all these things. But we, as a man, as men, we have to be willing to die to ourselves for those things. Hear what I just said. You to get those great things, it's going to take suffering and sacrifice. But the payoff of a great marriage and family outweighs anything that you have in your life, including all the little trinkets you have that we have. All right. So, other thing too, when we fast, like I just said, we offer that suffering up to Christ. Also, it helps control our passion and lust for pleasure. When you fast, that helps you control your your passion for lust and your passion for doing things outside of Christ. Like what? Like masturbating, watching pornography and all that kind of thing. You start to get the grace to be able to control your passions. All right. Um, the other thing is mind over body. I talked about that. Your intellect over your flesh. I don't know how Christ fast for 40 days and 40 nights. I don't know. He's the man. I ain't, I ain't got it like that. <laughs> I ain't got it like that. But he did. True man, true God. You know, other thing is prayer, powerful prayer to defeat the demonic in our lives. Fasting is a powerful prayer to get the demons away from us, like I already talked about. Um, the other thing is um, get to a more practical thing. Also, when you fast and you do it to cleanse, you do it to cleanse the toxins out of your body. Because listen, over time of sugar, carbohydrates, prescribed medicines, over-the-counter medicines, 
um, all the toxins, all the toxic materials that you eat and put in through your mouth every day builds up over years and years. And this is why we get diabetes. This is why we get heart disease. This is why we get cancer. This is why we have all these diseases of arthritis and all of these things. This is why we don't feel good every day. This is why. These are reasons why. Please understand that. The reason you don't feel good if you have a mental illness is because your diet's messed up. It's because our diet's messed up. That's why we don't feel good or we have a mental illness like ADHD and all those other made-up stuff that they put on us every day, autism and all that stuff. We have these things because of what we're putting in our mouth, our kids too. Why do kids get cancer? People wonder, how does a three or four or five or 10-year-old get cancer? Well, from the day he's born, before he's born, his mama putting crazy stuff in her body. Sugars and carbohydrates and medicines and depression medicine, all that kind of stuff. Then when the kid's born, what do we do? We go get McDonald's and chips and and, and and Burger King and 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 all that kind of stuff every day. Why does a kid get cancer? That's why he's got cancer. <laughs> that's why. But we want to. It's a that's a billion, a billion, it's a dollar industry, and nobody in the in the news world is going to say. Hey, hey, man, uh, stop eating them carbohydrates, man, because that's killing you for real. That's what's killing you. It's not that you can't eat them, but you have to, it's moderate, some moderation kind of, like I said, balance. Okay. So, toxins, that's what fasting does too. It's a twofold thing it's a spiritual thing, it's a, it's a body, it's a physical thing. And so, when you do that, you start to understand you start, the first day or two when you fast, man, you're going to feel like crap. You just are. But after that, that third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, twenty, thirty, forty days, you feel good. Why? Because all that, all those toxins, not holding you down. The next thing is um, one thing that you all would be if you're a man in this. In this, in, listen to me. You fasting gives you considerably higher sexual performance. Why? Because you don't have premature. It takes away premature ejaculation. When you have a toxicity, when you have toxins in your body, what happens is those toxins in your bloodstream. And what, what does your penis run off? Your penis runs off of blood. So those toxins circulate through your penis and through your body and through your heart. And that causes you to be sensitive. And therefore, you want to you have the urge to lose control um, in 10 seconds, 30 seconds, 15 seconds, two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, 20 minutes. Okay, you 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 understand that that toxins in your body. If you are a premature ejaculator, which means what? Which means that I can I cannot make love to my wife more than twenty minutes without feeling this you know urge to lose control. And as soon as I insert, I'm I'm losing it. I'm going crazy. You know that is you can try all you want to control it. You can, but it's very hard. Most men, when they have that kind of premature ejaculation problem, man, in five seconds, they done. They done. It's quick. But when you fast and you don't eat before you have sex, all of a sudden, then there's different. There's a different. You, you, have, you enjoy it more and you're more in control. That's, why, that's another reason why toxicity is very bad in your body. And when you fast, you, you fast for 10 days, 15 days, 20 days. You'll see, you'll make love to your wife and it'll be a whole different experience. Okay. Next is um, the fights, fasting fights disease. I just talked about that. And the last thing, real, real quick, is, is 
fasting helps heal your marriage faster when you're in marriage crisis. That's why I was talking about earlier through that whole spiel about how to um, be the man that God created you be to be. And then once you in, in, engulf into prayer and embrace prayer and suffering and sacrifice and mortality, then what happens is God takes that, takes that, turns into grace and, 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 and removes and starts to remove your wife's cold heart. Okay. So, that is that. So that is that. That is that. I hope y'all got something out of that. That is the first segment. I want to go into fasting because it's important. It's important. Um, you guys, I want you men to understand that, again, you are in a lot more control of your life than you think you are. God gives you a lot of power as a man, and you must learn how to use it. Okay? So get on that thing on that line and call 313 radical 313-723-4225 so that we could get some questions going all right let's rock this if you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider... Marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. Right, all right, we are back. And so, uh, um, before I bring on my live caller here, um, I had a question in the comments um, asking about See, man, y'all got to give me a break, man. Sometimes I'm new at this still, and I've only been doing this a week and two days, and I'll I, I be forgetting to look at the comments. I'll be forgetting to look at the callers. I'll be forgetting to look at all kind of stuff. <laughs> so, hey, be patient with me. But like I said last week, you and I, we're going to help these people. That we're going to help these men together. We're going to help them. We're going to help them, help them, help them. Share the podcast. Watch the replay. Give it to, you know, whenever you get emails from me, send them emails to other men. And women, too. People are, look, man, like I said last week, a lot of us go through our life every day and we wonder, how can we help? How can we help? I see the pain. I'm a Catholic or I'm an Orthodox Christian and I see the pain because God, what God does is he, once you turn your life over to God and Christ and you open up the, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, which is one of them is wisdom, you start to see the world for what it really truly is, right? And it's painful. Why you go, why would Christ let me see this crap? <laughs> Can I go back to being in the twilight zone? 
<laughs> Can I go back to being the Twilight Zone? Because I didn't know nothing then. That was great. I like that world, as my wife says all the time. She likes the Twilight Zone. <laughs> she likes that world. <laughs> but, but so you know, this is this is being in the you know, you, oh, God opens up the truth to you, and you see the pain. And so you wonder, man, how can how can I help people? This right here is a simple way, man. Everybody's marriage is crap. If it ain't crap, it's mediocre. If it ain't mediocre, you know, every even a good marriage and a great marriage need need to be fired up, you know, to get things going, to keep things going good. And so I have men that they work in my program all the time. We start working together, and before I know it, they're going to be saying, hey, Jerry, I talked to my daughter, and she's I'm helping her in her marriage, and hey, Jerry, I talked to my friend because he came to me because, you know, his wife is, 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 is not respecting him, or, you know, or Jerry, my husband, he came to me, and, and, and uh, my, my, my friend came to me, and she's not really, she's unhappy in her marriage, and she wants to know, you know, that's what happens when you become a Christian soldier, when God See, when God gives you that halo around your head and, and you become holy, people come to you and want your help. And if you you want and you want to be able to help them, that's how you can help the world, man. Help the world with something that 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 means something. Can you imagine your your friend coming to you and telling you about his marriage problems and then you've been listening to me for 6 months, a week, a year or whatever? And you can give him cohesion, good advice that is not against God that well, you know will help him if he does it. And you help save that man's marriage or you help make that man's marriage, you know, make it um, a, 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 um make it better for him to be able to withstand it a little bit more. And once a man and a wife can do that, they get a little encouragement and they know somebody's on their side. What will happen is, man, they'll fight. But what do we get today? What do we freaking get today? Girl, you know, you, you don't, don't let him do that girl. You need to get rid of him. He ain't about nothing. I wouldn't take that from him, girl. I'm divorced. And I told him, I told my husband, I was not going to take that anymore from him. Or you hear this, man, dude, she ain't worth nothing. Leave her, dude. She ain't giving you no sex. Get rid of her. That's what I do. It was me, man. That's what I told my wife, too. I told her the same thing. <laughs> yeah, sure you did. <laughs> sure you did, right? So that being said, this is how we help. This is how you can help people. Share the podcast. Share the replay. Learn what, I'm, what, what me and the Holy Spirit are trying to teach you and share that with people in your life. Share that with people in your life because everybody's having their marriage is not where it needs to be. Most marriages are mediocre, bad, or terrible in marriage crisis. Okay, so Matthew wanted me to ask real quick. Says, um, see, he said the show is real Catholic, so we don't have to worry about Gregorian. You know, it's not Gregorian chant, uh, but it's still good. So, hey, I love Gregorian chant. Matter of fact, I listen to Gregorian chant every day when I'm praying, when I'm exercising, and all of that. Plus. It's really great, really Gregorian chant, man. If you go on Amazon Music, uh, Amazon, there are all kinds of um, Gregorian chant albums on there. And, man, you can download them to your playlist. And, man, it's the bomb. It's very meditative. The reason Gregorian chant is the, it is the, the music of the church. Um, so that is great. But also he wanted to know, can you explain the details of the 10-day cleanse? So basically what we do is the cleanse is called the master cleanse. 
So I explained to you what the spiritual effects of fasting are. Now he wants to know more about the, the, the details. So basically, you can go to go on the internet and look up a master cleanse. Um, and what will happen is all these videos will come up. Um, and then what will happen is basically, let me, let me, let me find it again. Let me find the, uh, oh man, I closed it. See, that's what happened. I should have saw the darn, uh, <laughs> I should have saw the darn comment. But anyway, so like fasting, right? So the, the, the master cleanse is basically a tea, almost like a lemonade. And so when you get, when you start feeling hungry or, you know, whatever you drink it and then it, you know, it helps you. Uh, helps cleanse your body um, as you're fasting. There's no food involved. It's all liquid. Um, and so basically there's like, so in the tea, I mean, in the lemonade, first of all, every morning you do a salt flush. So the salt flush basically helps the body to clean out the, cleanse out the colon. Okay. And that's what that does. So the salt, every, the salt, you like a quart of water and then two teaspoons. Yeah. Two teaspoons of salt. See, it's got to be sea salt not iodized salt. Um, so sea salt, it goes through and it cleans out, it cleans out your uh, colon. And it's a healthy way to do it, okay? So that's what you do every, the first thing every morning. So the sea salt is basically one quart of water and then two teaspoons of sea salt, okay? So then after you do that, then you make your, you make your lemonade. So basically it's lemons, two tablespoons of lemons, uh, so basically you squeeze the lemons and then it goes into this thing and then you you mix it in the in the thing with a with a with a uh with uh eight ounces of water or sixteen ounces of water. I'm not sure which one. Then you have grade B maple syrup, two tablespoons of that. So the syrup, I know it has sugar, but it's it's this special kind of syrup, maple syrup, that helps gives you energy throughout the day so you don't crash and stuff. Okay. And then cayenne pepper. So cayenne pepper is another thing that helps your metabolism move like it's supposed to. And so, and then of course the purified water. Don't use water from the sink because water from the sink is, you know, what you know what that's filled with, you know. Um, so in our house we have coolers that we put, you know, we have a water coolers in our house. It took a lot of years to get it, but I'm so glad we did, man. It's the bomb. Um, like I said before. All the toxins, the more purified water. Another thing, too, you guys should be drinking at least so the, the uh, purified water every day. So what does that mean? So purified water, you want to drink, uh, like, what is it? So if you're 200 pounds, let's say you're 200 pounds, you want to drink 100 ounces of water. If you're 100 pounds, you want to drink 50 ounces of water a day. Why? Because that cleanses your body out, even when you're not fasting. The more water you drink, and then the way you know, I, I used to teach my football players, <laughs> the way you know that you're hydrated enough is the clearer your urine is in the toilet. So if you're if you urinate in the toilet and your uh and your urine is like the color of tea, you know you are not hydrated. If your if your if your urine is the color of uh light, bright color lemonade, the, the lighter it is, the more hydrated you are. Okay, so and then what you do, you you drink six to tw six to twelve glasses of the of that tea of that lemonade every uh, every day for the fast. Every time you feel like you're a little hungry, you drink tea. I mean, you drink lemonade. Every time you're hungry, you drink lemonade. Every time you're hungry, drink lemonade. And then what happens is your body and your blood and all that stuff, your kidneys, 
your um your liver, your heart, all that stuff gets to be starts to get flushed out. Now look, you got to understand too, man, that how disease works in the body. The way disease works in the body is toxins get in the bloodstream. So what happens is the blood vessels and the blood hits every part of your body. This is why when you put bad, we have a bad diet, people get mental problems or they get migraines or they get all these things that happen in their brain just as much as their, their, their kidneys and stuff. So all of your organs are affected. So what happens is when you start to, when the toxins get above what the body can take, and of course, for every human, it's different. Everybody has their own tolerance of toxins in the body where it starts affecting them. What happens is, let's say your kidneys is the first organ to go. What happens is the other organs like the heart, the um, the lungs, and all of those, those other organs, they start to compensate for your kidneys being gone. And so eventually if you don't get it fixed, then it'll start affecting your lungs, then your heart in your brain. I mean, what it, it, it doesn't matter with the order, but that's what happens. This is why they don't even teach us in schools these days. And even when I was in the school, they don't teach us how we get disease. It is not complicated. It's not complicated. I just taught you what, how do you get, how to stop disease in your body? I just taught you that. <laughs> all you, that's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. What we just talked about. All right. So, uh, Matt, I hope that helped you. I hope that did. Uh, if anything, anybody got any other questions? Hey, I'm here. I'm here, man. Uh, other than that, so let's go ahead and put on our live caller if they are still there because I've been talking my booty off. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? I, I only I don't talk just to be talking. I talk because I'm trying to. If I'm if we're going over something and I think it's something that could help you. And make your life a little bit better. Not really your life, because really, man, really, man, make your your relationship with God and your marriage better. That's your priority. God, your wife and marriage, and then your children. That's your priority. That's how you got to fix things. Fix it right with God first, then fix it right with your wife, and then fix it right with your kids. Okay? That's the order of priority. All right? So let me see if my caller is still here. They are. So let me see. Uh. Hello, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, yes, I can hear you. How are you? <laughs> What's so funny? I'm excited. I'm, when I get a, I'm excited when I get a caller. I'm excited because that means that they got balls. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm going to go on here and, okay. ex- and, and ask a question. Okay. And I'm going to go on here and ask a question. And I'm, I'm uh, going to get answers. If, if, <laughs> if I can remember what my question was, I called and, oh, you know. I'm sorry. Now I, now I have balls. I mean, I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show, right? <laughs> you have caonas. Like all my Mexican friends tell me. Oh, my Mexican clients. You got cajonas, Jenny. You got cajonas. <laughs> okay. So how, how can I help you today? Okay. Well, um, my name is Kathy. 
and I wanted a dog, and I thought that my husband and I had settled on a German Shepherd, except they cost so much. So, you know, I have resources. I have ways of getting things done, and when I really put my mind to it. So I have a friend that has a cat rescue. So I knew that she knew people who had dogs. I reached out to her a long time ago because, you know, we didn't need a dog tomorrow. But, you know, eventually. And there's a way of getting a dog for free. Well, not free, but less than $500. Mm-hmm. And then a dog became available, and it was like, uh, we can't afford a dog. We're going to do the dog. Blah, 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 with the dog. I'm like, I thought this was settled. So anyway, it's a small thing, but it could be a big thing. I don't know. So now I'm in the mind. Well, see, this is the, this is the problem with me. My brain works in absolutes. Either we're going to do it or we're not going to do it. So now I'm back into, okay, no dog. Move on. Maybe we do want a dog. I don't know. I didn't think the dog was a big discussion, but I guess dog is a big discussion. I guess like having a baby. That's a big discussion. Well, you have nine months to consider it after you get pregnant, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Am I making sense? Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I I have been around long enough to know that nothing is really small for a wife. So, what that what that what that means is, you know, that maybe. It wasn't the dog. Most men, when we start talking about buying stuff, even to get stuff, you know, to get have more children or to have a pet, the first thing that enters our mind is what? How much is it going to cost? Who's going to walk it? Who's going to feed it? Who's going to do all this stuff? And so that is how a lot of men think. And But women... Oh, the dog is so cute. Oh, we can play with it. And we can, and the kids can be having fun with it and it can protect us and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not how the man's thinking. And so, what I think what should happen in that kind of situation is it's communication, man. It's communication. You know, sit down and get things ironed out and do what I call problem solving is basically where you brainstorm the benefits and you brainstorm the negatives of why you why we why, why a dog would be beneficial. So that's how you problem solve everything in your marriage. When there's something's a big deal or even a mediocre problem, get used to solve problem solving. And what'll happen is you as the wife, you write down five or ten things of reasons why you want the dog, and then your husband would write down five or ten reasons why he wants the dog or why a dog would be good or why he doesn't want the dog. And then what you two do is you bring the list together and you go through the list and you eliminate stuff. Well, we can't do this. Well, I'm not, you know, you eliminate all these things and you come down with the one or two ideas that you could do together. Now, what does that do? What does collaborating do? It causes collaboration, especially if, if, a, if, a, if a couple is in marriage crisis. What what collaborating does is they start to work as a team and they start to, that emotional connection starts to come. Like we accomplished this together. Now that might seem small, but it's really not. 
It's really not. And so when you collaborate together, you work as a team, an emotional connection starts to feel come together. And then even if we don't get the dog or we do get the dog, we're on the same page of why we didn't get it or we didn't get it. And we feel that we both contributed to it. What most women do is they avoid. Well, I don't want to talk about it deeply because he's going to be mad. And I don't want to argue. And I don't want to get yelled at. And I don't want to be mad. And I don't want to leave. You know, and that's not the, really the way it works. Um, women have to learn how to be able to talk to their husband. He loves them. Sit them down and, and talk to him and let him know what's on your mind. I get on the guys a lot about, you know, uh, in my program and on this podcast about they've got to learn their wife and learn how to deal with with her and how she moves, how she walks and all that stuff. But I do that on this podcast mainly because I talk, I, I talk to men. When I talk to men, that helps women. You see what I'm saying? When I talk to women about women, that helps men understand women. And so the deal is when a wife a woman's now. So what I'm gonna tell you as a woman is, if I were you, I would try my best to learn to sit my husband down, and when things are on your mind and you're worried about something, or it doesn't matter if you're not worried or not, talk to him, so he knows. Because men want, they love you with all their heart. They want to help you. They want to help you fix whatever's whatever's ailing you. And the way I teach the men is, you really don't offer to help your wife unless she asks you to, if she doesn't ask you to help, you say, well, what you say, well, what can I do to make it better? What can I do to make it? What can we do to make this better? And then what happens is you and your husband start talking more. You grow closer. You start to learn each other. You start to learn how to solve problems together. And that's how it works. Okay. What do you think? Okay. I think you have given me some perspective. I hadn't considered <laughs> and <laughs> hey, them, hey, you didn't think you didn't think a uh, 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 wanting a dog was so complicated, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I thought get a dog, don't get a dog. <laughs> well, see, well, just to, just to make it a, a little go a little deeper, I had oh, a, no. I had a client a while <laughs> right. I had a client a while ago, man. I had a client a while ago. His wife literally put the dogs above him. Above God, the marriage, him. They didn't have no kids. So the dog mm. was the most important thing. She'd come home and get in the driveway. She'd open the door and the dog would run out. He'd tell her, she would tell him to make sure that the dogs were, the door was open so the dogs could come run out and just greet her. Um, to feed the dog. Everything about the dogs was the most important thing. And him, it hurt him. It hurt him deeply that his wife did that. She didn't understand it. Because today in this world, women are taught, well, you know, not to serve their husband, not to nurture their husband. And, you know, even though we're big, tough, we're big and tough and we're, we're you know, we're hard. Our wife constitutes a certain vulnerability with us. And so when, mm -hmm. when, when she does things by putting her kids, the kids are more important. Like, like my man, what's my man named Chris Rock? You talk about getting the big piece of chicken. <laughs> we're at the table and everybody eating and I'm, I'm the one bringing all the money in the house and I don't get, I can't get nothing. I can't even get the big piece of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's how it works. You know, women have to understand 
uh, and know that uh, they they are the ones that they are important and how what that means. And so if a man is the same way for men, to men, when a, when a woman does something like that, means she don't respect him or love him or anything like that. Um, and so he starts to get resentful. Then she'll get resentful because he starts to treat her bad. And that's just kind of how it works. It kind of it's kind of it kind of starts going south real quick. That's why that's why problem solving is so important to learn how to problem solve and work things out together. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, y'all. That was good. That was good. That was good. That was good. Now we ain't really got no time for no more calls today. So because I didn't, it's my fault. It's not your fault. It's my fault. Um, but like I said, when I start talking about something that I think will help you men, that is what I do. So now we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna get to this Catholic Alpha. Save my Catholic marriage minute, and then we will be out of here. Boom. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, all right. So let's rock this real quick, and we're going to go into the Save My Catholic Marriage Minute. Uh, the number 18 reason that your wife may want a divorce. So before we do that, we're going to, of course, go over the previous 17 so that you can understand where we're going and the direction we're going. Now, look, like I said, like I say all the time, when I read these, you should be analyzing, looking in the mirror at yourself and in your marriage and to see. And also, if you're planning on getting married, it's the same thing. You don't want these things to be in your marriage. And you also want to learn the clues so that you know what to look for. OK, and we're going to go more into that with the content. OK, so first, the the, the first, the previous 17 reasons that your wife may want to divorce. Number one, does she seem distant? Number two, is she spending more time with single friends? Number three, does she seem uninterested in marital embrace? Number four, is she still as supportive as she used to be? Number five, is she still as loving as she used to be? Number six, does she go out to clubs and events without you? Number seven, does she take longer to answer your texts or phone messages? Number eight, 
Has her conversation with you become very short and to the point? Number nine, has the bickering increased? Number 10, has the arguing increased? Number 11, has she started putting the kids above you? Number 12, has she started putting her friends and siblings above you? Number 13, have you stopped going to mass and entering the spiritual battle daily? Number 14, does she seem unusually depressed or unhappy? Number 15, do you make love less than once per week? Number 16, do you make love less than once per month, which is basically you're in a sexless marriage? Number 17, has she lost weight for no apparent reason? And the number 18 reason that your wife may want a divorce. Drum roll, please. Has she started getting her hair done more often for no apparent reason? Oh, man, Jerry, you you crazy, Jerry. You crazy. What does hair got to do with a good marriage? (laughs) Right? Right? So, look, let's, let's break it down. Let's break it down real quick in less than five minutes. So, I used to have a business, right, that required me to visit beauty shops all day long, five days a week. There were always tons of women in each shop you know, getting their hair done, their nails done, their feet done, all that kind of stuff that that, that women do to try to keep themselves beautiful. Um, There was always a lot of talking going on, right? But the majority of the conversations were mostly about the women's boyfriends and their husbands, what the men were doing right, what they were doing wrong, what they ain't doing this, they ain't doing that. Girl, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't take that. You know how it works. You know how it works, okay? But the thing that mostly stood out to me was what? Even though they were happy or unhappy with their man, they were in that beauty shop each and every week keeping themselves together, right? So the lesson here is what? Women don't do things for no reason when it comes to relationships. So if your beloved normally gets her hair done once a month and begins getting it done weekly, for example, there is or maybe a problem that you are missing, okay? Look, Let's be real. I am not saying, oh, go and confront your wife about getting her hair done or going to the spa all the time. I'm not saying that. What I am saying, though, I am saying is exactly what I said yesterday. Open your eyes, gentlemen, and explore and be curious about your woman, the good and the bad. Of course, this is on its own means nothing. This one clue on its own means nothing, really. But as I said before, When you combine this clue with two, three, or four other things like the losing the weight, going to events without you, spending more time with single and divorced women, brother, you have a serious problem and you probably don't know it or you kind of like burying it a little bit, okay? That if you caught, if you caught now, but if you take care of the problem now, if you catch it now, it may cause you a lot less pain and agony in the future. Okay, that's how you got to look. We've got to start thinking in the future. What am I doing today or what do I ignore today that can cause me problems tomorrow? And with women, that means everything. You've got to keep on track. Marriage maintenance. Remember, marriage maintenance, marriage maintenance, marriage maintenance. So. But sadly, of course, you won't listen to me. You will wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait, and you will never get around to fixing this potential problem. Moreover, you will rationalize every excuse in the book while you don't have the time right now. Again, 
This is a rookie mistake, the all-important rookie mistake. And I expect this from a 20-year-old, okay? I expect this from an 18-year-old, a 25-year-old. But 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 years old? You are better than that and have more life experiences and certain instincts about these kinds of things. But again, we allow the demonic to distract us with our uh, with our and hours and hours of work, video games, hobbies, and just plain laziness. Please, gentlemen, don't allow this to be you. I have men coming to me all the time with <clears throat> uh coming up with later with the later never comes syndrome. So what do I mean by the later never comes syndrome? What I mean is <laughs> you don't correct the problem before there is, before there is a problem. You know. So that's what that means. Meaning the problem, you sense there's a problem, you know there's a problem, but you don't move to correct the problem in your life because hey, I'll take care of that later. That is the later never comes syndrome. You mean well. You mean to take care of it. You mean to talk to your wife. You mean to sit her down. You mean to take her out for date night. You mean to have conversations with her. You mean to learn how to be a better lover. You mean to go to church more. You mean to do all these things. You do. You do. But later never comes. But of course, later never comes. Why? Because the uh, demonic has entered your home, walked right past you again, and got up some stairs with your wife and your children. And it's up to you as the man, responsibility given by God to get this together. Bam. So, in conclusion, as we always do, we end with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI. Quote, society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. So go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 Radical. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.